What's going on, guys? Back at you with another episode of Quarantine Football. Like always, I'm your co-host, Ryan, with you guys today. Unfortunately, neither Nate or Dorian could join me today. Uh, you know, they had prior commitment, so it's all good. Uh, at the time of this recording, it is uh, New Year's Day. So, uh, you know, if you're listening to this, uh, when we release this, uh, happy belated New Year's, I would say, because, you know, this won't be coming out on New Year's Day. But, you know, hope everyone had a uh, fun and safe night, uh, you know, staying safe, uh, you know, being careful on the roads, all that good stuff. But getting into today's show, we have a very special guest on the show, Maryland commit tight end, CJ Dippery. What's going on, CJ? How you doing today, man? What's up, man? How you doing? You know, just getting off the New Year's stuff, getting your New Year's resolution down, whatnot. Uh, coming off, uh, you know, the bad 2020, hoping just for our best 2021, and hopefully everyone just gets their stuff together. Hey, man, definitely agree with you there. You know, uh, definitely hoping for a better year, uh, you know, personal success for everyone uh, this upcoming year. Uh, like you said, those New Year's resolutions, uh, you know, come in hand, all that good stuff. Uh, but, you know, going into this exciting year, you know, being January of 2021 now, you know, for you, very exciting months ahead because you'll be joining Maryland uh, this month enrolling early. Uh, what, you know, made you decide in uh, enrolling early at Maryland and, you know, joining them ultimately uh, this year? Uh, you know, just uh, obviously the sooner I can get down there, if I can play spring ball and everything, it'll just give me a more opportunity to play and get to know the playbook better, get to know the team. So, uh, yeah, I actually leave in 20 days. I'll be on campus going through orientation and whatnot like that. So I'm excited for it all. But, uh, yeah, definitely just, just having the opportunity to get on the field early is definitely one of the biggest things why I uh, decided to stop um, ten roll early at Maryland. Yeah, 100%, man, you know, being able to get that, uh, you know, what I would call maybe an early access, you know, get used to the playbook, get used to all your teammates, being able to practice with some, you know, as early as possible is definitely a huge advantage for yourself. Uh, you know, kind of uh, staying on track with, uh, you know, spending the next four years at Maryland. Uh, can you take us through your uh, recruitment process and uh, ultimately why you made the decision to attend Maryland? Uh, I mean, I think the recruiting process was one of the highlights of my life, uh, not even football, but just in general. That was uh... – it was a really exciting time. It's not really a moment because it's just such a big spurs over a big time, and uh, I loved it. So uh, I'm pretty sure the end of my freshman year, going into my sophomore year, I got my first offer from Bowling Green State and uh, in Ohio. And then, uh, I mean, obviously they're not Power Five or anything like that. And then uh, my first ACC and Power Five offer was from Boston College. That was my sophomore year. And then after you got, you have one offer like from the ACC or anywhere like. Then they start piling in. So, I mean, sooner than I knew it, I had 17 offers to go play anywhere, really. And um, that was really cool. So, uh, obviously, getting the, the edits made, you in their uniform, all that stuff. And that, that's the time. But then uh, after a while, you know, it gets to a bust. You're like, oh, like when's my phone going to stop? So, you make a verbal commitment. And then, and then after that, you want it all back. You just go back down to being quiet. But uh, – it's awesome. If you're in that process, you get the chance to be in that process, just enjoy because it it's a really fun time. Yeah, 100%, man. I mean, like you said, you know, offers, you know, flying in pretty much for you. Uh, you know, obviously with all those teams on the table, uh, why did you end up choosing uh, Maryland, you know, compared to these uh, other schools that also offered you? Um, like I said, I had 17, but then I cut it down to eight which was uh, Maryland, Rutgers, Kentucky, Pitt, Boston College, Virginia, and um, one more. I can't really think of it off the top of my head. But um, anyway, so my top three for a while, they were um, uh, they were Maryland, 
Rutgers and Kentucky because uh, I mean, just saying SEC Kentucky was my only one, and they but they wanted me to go play defensive end. They're the only ones who told me to play defensive end down there. And, uh, he the coach came up, Coach White. He's defense coordinator. He uh, you know he drove to like twelve hours out of his way. They didn't take a plane or anything. Come see me at my school just to see me. He had no one else in the area. So, I mean, that really opened my eyes. Uh, who knows? It would have been a different story or not. But uh, I was supposed to go visit there April 4th. And um, obviously, the country went on shut down late March. So, I was never able to go visit there. But then um, I went to visit Rutgers and Coach Chiano. You know, he's a great guy. And then, like, my last visit was Maryland, coincidentally. But uh, I loved all the coaches. I went to Coach Miller, the tight end coach. I went to his house. I met his family. He he coached at Alabama and Clemson before. So, I mean, I had a, I had all his national championship rings on, which that was pretty cool. And uh, I just felt welcome down there. The campus was beautiful. Everyone was so nice. Like, I, and I just think, I just think it's going to, they're an up and coming program, especially with this class that I'm, I'm fortunate to be coming in on. I think we have a lot of good athletes. So we're going to start changing the culture. Yeah. 100%, man. You know, like you said, you know, when you visited Maryland, you know, love the coaches, love the campus. That it was beautiful. And you kind of answered my next question. I was going to ask, uh, did the coronavirus uh, affect any of your uh, recruitment process at all? Uh, I mean, I, I think definitely just cause, uh, I will, I, I mean, I was quarterback my sophomore and junior year. So you think that's where you get your most offers, your most looks. So obviously it was, I mean, I got a lot of offers. I'm blessed to have that, but, um, Obviously, it's hard to offer someone in the position that I won't play in college, which I knew I wasn't playing quarterback in college. But you know, you got to put the you got to put the ball in the best athlete's hands, and that was me. And obviously, that's going to be your quarterback. So that was me. And then, um, yeah, definitely. So I wasn't able to camp as a tight end as much. I, I was going to a lot of camps during the spring and the summer, but I wasn't able to attend those. I couldn't go on some visits. It's like I ne- I I never went on any of my five official visits. That kind of stunk and stuff. But um. I mean, I was never really intended to go to school to do track, but my freshman and sophomore year, I got third at States. And then, uh, or, yeah, and then my junior year got canceled. And obviously, I'm leaving here in 20 days, so uh, I won't be doing my senior year either. Yeah, definitely, man. You know, like you said, you know, the the process for you, you know, kind of sounds like it was definitely a very interesting ride for yourself, like you said. Uh, kind of taking it back to, uh, you know, early earlier years in uh, playing football, one question that I like to ask, uh, you know, all the guys on the show, I, you know, usually uh, give that a story. Uh, why did you ultimately start to play football? And, uh, you know, later on, why tight end? Um, I mean, my, my dad played Division I football at UConn, so, I mean, him uh, just wanted to be like him at a younger age. You know, you get into it, you play peewee and all that stuff. And then we were uh, – we, we, we like, my my group, I guess, like this, our, my senior class, like, we all started becoming good friends. You know, we got more of our friends to come play. And then after years went on, you know, we got pretty good. We all had good bond and good relationships and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, I'm just I'm just happy I got into the sport as at – I believe I started eight, nine years old. I mean, I'm just happy I had the opportunity to play that young and just uh, – because now they're trying to change it all to flag football under a certain age, which is, you know, whatever. It's good restrictions, good whatever you want. But uh, just being able to do that stuff, it was awesome. And then, uh, I mean, growing in the tight end, I guess it was like um, I played DN for probably since I started football right around. I played linebacker here and there, but that's about it. But – um. Yeah, offensively, I played running back, fullback. I was tackle my first year, then tight end, then um, quarterback, receiver, really whatever. I was just moved around as the athlete, I guess. So um, 
I mean, you see my size. I mean, I, I can move pretty well, but for quarterback, I just I don't have the light right out. Like we don't throw the ball a lot from where I am. So like I I don't even think I'm, I'd be able to go play Division One ball. But you know, I wouldn't have the stats to show that I would anyway. So I mean, tight end, I have the size for it. I have the build. I have the I I have the strength for it. So that's just where I'm at, and that's where I'm happy I'm at. Yeah, 100%, man. You know, you talked about all of the positions that you've played throughout your entire football experience. You know, at Lakeland, you were uh, known as Mr. Everything as you played pretty much every position on the uh, stat sheet, you know, ranging from quarterback to linebacker to even a kicker at one point. Uh, how do you see that, uh, you know, impacting your role at Maryland, you know, having this experience at uh, multiple positions? Uh, you know, I'm excited. Obviously, the coaches, you know, they – Say they got trick plays ready for me because I mean I can throw a football far. Not just, <laughs> not just that I know how to throw a football, but I mean I played quarterback, so you know you got the trick plays and whatever. And uh, they know, you know, if something happens, I put on some weight. Go ahead and move me to the D line. You know, it don't matter to me. Like I'm just, I'm just trying to help the team and eventually try to get some money for playing the sport. That's uh, that's the ultimate goal. So whatever position it is, that's what it is. You know, like I ain't complaining about none of it. Yeah, well, hundred percent, man. I mean, getting to play D one football itself is a is an absolute honor. And like you said, you know, being that team player like yourself, you know, doing whatever you can to help out the team is what you want to do. So definitely, you know, great answer right there, man. And uh, staying on topic, uh, you know, of your uh, high school career at Lakeland, uh, you know, Lakeland High School was known as uh, the Chief, and you guys use that as an acronym, you know, C for compete, H for hustle, I for integrity, E for effort and enthusiasm, and F for finish slash payday. What does that acronym uh, mean to you personally? Uh, you know, it's just, you gotta, it's all mindset. Like I, I believe in a lot of the mindset stuff, not just football or the weight room, but um, it just, you have to have the right mindset. Like if you need to take pre-workout before the gym, like why are you even going? Like if you can't get yourself motivated to do something with not your life, but do something that day or like pot potentially do something for your team, potentially do something for yourself, go to the gym, get yourself better, which if you're getting yourself better, you're better in the team. So I, I just believe it's a mindset game. You know, like you, you want to go play football, then you have to have a goal to play football. Your goal should, you know, maybe make the starting lineup, make this, do that. It shouldn't just be, you know, you're not going to get cut off the team. Obviously you have a lot of players at high school. So like if you're, if you're going just to have a Jersey on, you know, like what, what are you doing? You know, you're just going to waste your time. And like, but again, it's high school. So some people do play for the Jersey, play to be in the association. That's what it is. That's why I'm excited to go to Maryland because, again, we all have the same goal. We want to win games. We want to go to the NFL. So, I mean, I'm excited for that. Yeah, 100%, man. You know, like you said, you know, if you're uh, if you're showing up and you're not trying to win, you know, I don't know what you're doing. You got to have that passion to play for football, just like you said. And, you know, uh, staying on top, you know, you were talking about, uh, you know, going to the gym, putting in the workout. And, you know, for yourself, I mean, some crazy stats uh, for you. You know, your personal record for squatting is 530, which is just absolutely insane. Uh, is that your uh, favorite workout routine to do? You know, the, the uh, squats, you know, clearly you got that crazy PR. Yeah, I mean, I I guess I came about, I was a big bench guy. I always benched a lot. Like, um, I've had my school record from benching, like, my freshman year. And then squats, you know, it all came after that. But, um, yeah, I, I was a big bench guy. I mean, I, I benched, like, 405. I hit 395, like, way before football season. So, I mean, I'm up there, 600-pound deadlift. So, I mean, it's all right there. But the squat, yeah, like, I really like it just because I know it's impressive because I'm so tall. So, you know, I got to go a lot deeper to make it look regular than other people. So it's tough. But um, 
I think like the squat is the king lift though. Like you get, you can get hurt doing that. You get buried. You do this. You do that. Like you break anything. You know, like it's the king lift. And uh, I, I'm happy that I do it all. But I know it's not just God given. It's not that I'm just. I just got have that ability in me. Like it's a lot of hard work, and I train to do that. Oh yeah, one hundred percent, man. I mean, I just can't even imagine, you know, being able to squat that much. Personally, I can't even like get over like one fifty. So, you know, I'm absolutely blown away by that PR. That's just absolutely insane to me. Uh, staying on topic again with your uh, high school career, you know, obviously uh, this year you led uh, you led your school to an undefeated regular season and a D two class three A title, and you were a matchup for defenses as you hauled in sixteen catches, two hundred twelve yards, and two touchdowns, and also had eleven rushes for 51 yards. Uh, can you talk us through, uh, you know, this uh, past season and how you were able to lead your team to that undefeated regular season? Yeah, I mean, it was awesome. We also had an all-time leading rusher for our school. He was our running back, and, I mean, it, he did really good on his part. But, again, um, you know, I didn't get the ball as much as I wanted this year. I think being, like, the only D1 athlete around my area, I should be, you know, just absolutely dominating, absolutely having the ball all the time. But, uh you know, we went undefeated, so like you can't really complain about it. Which is winning's winning. That's all you want to do, you know. But uh, yeah, I did my part. If I was again throwing the ball, I was blocking, I was pancaking someone, and then like even defensively. I mean, I was I didn't have that many tackles. I had like a lot of sacks, a lot of tackle for losses when I made plays. But uh, you know, teams would run away from me, which is it's not you know that's good coaching. So I I much rather take the respect for teams running away from me than trying to run at me. You know, like I'm I'm all about the respect part of it. Yeah, definitely, man. You know, like you said, winning is winning. And, you know, talking about winning, uh, personally for you, you know, you were uh, voted the uh, 3A on the 3A All-State team as a tight end. Uh, can you, did that, uh, you know, really, I, you know, in, I don't know how to put this, but did that, uh, you know, obviously uh, boost your uh, your own personal, uh, you know, motive and, you know, being uh, honored like that, was that just a absolutely huge honor for yourself? I mean, this might be a curveball answer for you, but uh... – like before I even started playing tight end last year, when I was named that I was going to play tight end, I was ranked the best tight end in the state, which uh, like 12, I was like 12 overall in the state. And you, you know, that's awesome. You love it. You love the publicity and all that stuff. But uh, yeah, I'm like, I'm winning a lot of rewards around here, a lot of scholarships. And like you said, all state and stuff like that, which is, uh, you know, I love to have it. I love to be named it, but um you know, I don't think I don't really think I had the stats to do that. So I would rather other people that had good seasons, you know, get that award and get get the scholarship money. Because, again, I'm getting I'm getting a full ride. So I don't need that scholarship money when uh, some of these other kids that are around here, you know, they can use that. So, uh, like, I, I I mean, I, I definitely I probably am one of the best tight ends in the state. Definitely around here, probably the best athlete in the state, athlete in my area. But um. Yeah, you know, like I didn't really have the stats, which is, uh, you know, you're picking me because I'm going Division One, which is, yeah, respect, uh, like thank you and all that. But uh, I'd rather someone who has good stats, who's worked hard and, might, and maybe won't have the opportunity that I do to get that, those awards, you know. Hey, like you said, that was definitely a curveball answer, not something I was expecting to hear. You know, that definitely, you know, I'm sure amongst our listeners, amongst fans, that would generate a lot of respect, you know, wanting other guys to get that award, you know, due to, uh, you know, your personal stats and also uh, your personal success. So really, you know, class act answer right there, man. Uh, you know, I t really, really like that right there. Uh, you know, kind of uh, going back to when we were talking about your uh, your recruitment process and attending uh, Maryland, uh, you know, obviously lots to look forward to in terms of uh, playing football and, uh, you know, having success on the field but in terms of uh you know uh unrelated uh football activities uh what is one of the uh biggest things you look forward to doing at maryland uh, i mean i guess it is still related to football but um besides just playing the sport but uh 
just getting to know some of those guys on the team. Like I said, I mean, not where I come from, nobody really goes anywhere. So, uh, I mean, as, as is to some people who kids from their high school going to the NFL, going division one, and you know, you know them. So I'm, I'm just looking forward to build relationships with people like their past running back, Jake Funk. I talked to him a lot. He just declared to the NFL draft. Like, I don't, that's the first person I've ever talked to who's declared for the NFL draft. So, I mean, that's awesome. You have, you have Tua's little brother. It's going to be awesome to build a little relationship with him there, especially that he'll be throwing me the ball, hopefully, and stuff like that. So uh, really just building relationships with people, even outside of football, just being friends with them, you know, knowing people who's gone farther than maybe I will go or people that are going to the NFL or just going somewhere, you know, like it's, it's just, I just, uh, I'm just excited to uh, meet those kind of people off the football field. Yeah, 100%, man. I have to say, I would definitely agree with you. You know, starting this show, we met a ton of guys who have, uh, you know, NFL potential and some guys who are going to be getting drafted this year. So, you know, myself, uh, Nate and Dorian included are all looking forward to watching the drafts this year, seeing some guys that we know personally getting drafted. You know, definitely, like you said, those connections that you make are just, you know, unmatched to anything else. So, you know, 100% agree with you there. And, you know, you mentioned, uh, you know, guys that you've talked to. Is there anyone uh, specific on that team? I know you mentioned two as a little brother being one of them that, uh, you look fo- look forward to uh, playing with for the next four years? I mean, honestly, everybody, you know, if you want to be my buddy, you could be my buddy. You want to be my enemy, I'll be one right back, you know, something like that. Like, uh, I'm going there for one thing, one thing only, to play football, and that's what they're paying me to do. Well, not paying me, but paying my scholarship to do. So, uh, you know, if you don't want to be my friend because I'm doing – I'm bullying you around in practice or you're jealous of me or something like that to say start over you, you know, like, that's your problem, not mine. Like, I'm there to play football, and that's it. I'll be friends with everybody, but if you want to be a hater, I'll hate right back. It's just something like that. Oh, 100%, man. You know, love to hear that you, uh, you know, if you're bullying someone on the field, they want to hate on you, you know, so be it. You know, you just got to keep putting in that work. Stay on a stay on task to get those wins and, you know, stick to the game plan. So 100% makes sense right there, man. Uh, Kind of, uh, you know, go, shifting gears towards uh, more talking about your position, which is a uh, tight end. You know, obviously being tight end, a lot of us average fans, you know, we kind of just see you guys as uh, catching the ball, getting the yards after the catch, the red zone touchdowns. But obviously there's a lot more to uh, playing the position than meets the eye. Uh, what would you say is uh, the hardest thing about playing tight end in your own opinion? Uh, definitely is just, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, you have a size matchup, which is awesome, but you have to learn which place to block, where to block, where to run a route, which way to run a route with, besides from a receiver where obviously you have to block the guy head up on you, or, you know, if it's a pass play, but like you have to know every pass play, every run play, every run scheme, every pass scheme, like it's uh it's just a lot more to know. And then you have to block, you know, you're not just running against corners, your size, like you have to block a three, 400 pound lineman right across from you or something like that. So, I mean, that's just, that's a big difficulty that comes tight ends play for sure. Yeah, definitely, man. You know, you know, talk, stand on topic of that, you know, it sounds like a lot of pressure, you know, on tight end on you uh, personally, you know, when you're playing on the field, uh, how does that uh, on field pressure affect you personally as a player? I mean, personally, I mean, I've been the strongest guy in my area for a long time. Obviously, say like my um, my lifting PRs are like it's like not insane, but you know, really good for my age and where I am to this point. So um, that's real awesome and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, you just have to um, do what you got to do. Really, I mean, that's really all the sport is. You just got to do your job. 
Yeah, definitely, man. You know, like you said, you got to do what you got to do, you know, get it done on the field. So definitely agree with you there. Uh, I got a couple more questions before we wrap this one up. Uh, one that I like asking a lot of guys kind of, uh, you know, always brings out a great answer from all of our guests is, uh, do you think being a uh, athlete like yourself with the platform that you have makes you ultimately a better person? Uh, definitely makes me a better person. Cause I want to, I want to strive more than some people that don't have a lot. So, uh, Definitely. So, like, I know how to be respectful, you know, do my manners more than other. And, like, I know that I have to be seen good by society and by the public just because I don't want to ruin everything because there's always eyes on me. You know, someone wants to see me do wrong, see me do this. Cause it's like 2000 want to see me fail, 2000 see me succeed. That's something like that. And, I mean, me and my dad have been saying that for a while now. And, uh, you know, I've lost a lot of friends, you know, if they want to party and stuff, which I have nothing against that. But, you know, I – Someone's always trying to get a picture of me, like I said, doing something. So, like, I got to stay away from that. So, I mean, there's a lot of jealousy. or I'll lose friends doing this, doing that. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. Like, I have to strive for my future, and I hope they're just doing the best that they can do for their future, too. Yeah, well, hundred percent, man. You know, I like how you said, you know, lots of eyes on you. You know, I, that's pretty much same case for every athlete out there. You know, lots of eyes on you. You got to always make sure you're doing the right thing. You know, great to hear that you are uh, striving to do that. You know, striving to stay, uh, you know, in the right place and make sure that you're always doing the right thing. Uh, before we wrap this one up, I had uh, one last question that I wanted to ask. You know, obviously earlier on, we talked about the coronavirus affecting your recruitment process, but obviously I would assume that uh, it affected a lot more aspects of your life, you know, when, uh, when the country pretty much shut down, you know, all sports were canceled, you know, lots of athletes uh, struggled to, you know, find workouts to do, being able to uh, stay on top of their game. Uh, personally for yourself, uh, what did you do to, uh, you know, stay active, stay on top of your game and, you know, just in have enjoy life, you know, during a uh, tough time? I mean, I was blessed enough that, I mean, like I said, my dad played division one football. He was a state champion power lifter in New Jersey for a while. So, I'm blessed enough. We have a little gym of our own. Like we have everything we need. You know, we have a rack and all the pulley machines and all that garbage. So, uh, you know, I was blessed enough that I was able to lift in my house for those couple of months. And then, um, you know, going to the gyms and everything. I, I have a free membership to the gym that I go at because that's where my dad powerlift training and all that stuff. So uh, a lot of people, you know, even when I walk in the gym now that it's open back up here, um, you know, a lot of people are rooting for me. Like, oh, you're going to man, like good luck. Or like, we'll see you later. Like, good luck, good luck and all that stuff. So it's a lot of people rooting for you. So, I mean, that just makes me strive more that I want to show them that I could do something, you know, and I'm not going to fail them. Yeah, definitely, man. You know, I, I assume, you know, walking to those gyms, having all those people wish you good luck, just an awesome, awesome feeling. And, you know, great to hear that you were able to, you know, stay on top of your game, stay active during the pandemic. Uh, you know, just overall, just some awesome stuff, man. But with that, uh, that pretty much wraps up our episode for today. CJ, I want to thank you so much for being able to hop on the show and talk with me today, man. It was an absolute pleasure to have you on. You got anything else that you want to say before we sign off? No, I'd just like to say thanks for having me and everything. And I uh, hope whoever's listening took something from this and, uh, you know, realize that they got to look yourself in the mirror and ask them what they want to do with their future, you know? Yeah, 100%, man. You know, I really hope as well that our listeners took something from today's episode. You know, like CJ said, look yourself in the mirror, ask yourself what you want to do with your future and strive for the best person that you could possibly be. But with that, I want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in today. Uh, like always, it is always much appreciated. If you haven't, make sure you subscribe to the show and listen to our past episodes and leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, as well as follow our 
Instagram at QF Podcast. We did hit our goal. We did reach 7K by the end of December. By the time you'll be listening to this, it will be January. But just to let you guys know, we did reach our goal. But if you haven't, make sure you go follow the Instagram at QF Podcast for some great content, great football news, all that good stuff. But with that, I want to thank everyone for listening today, and we'll see you guys next time.